Good morning and welcome. It is April, the founder of April Shantra's Life Coaching Experience. First, I do want to go ahead and give Anchor a shout out. Thank you for allowing me to use this platform to share the message with all my wonderful audience. I'm so happy to be here. Um, just a little thought, just a little question before we get started. Have you actually thought about how many goals you've actually been able to accomplish without consistently changing your mind or talking yourself out of them? Have you actually sat down and thought about where you would have been if you would have stayed consistent with the plan that you originally created? for yourself. The thing is that we tend to, we can make goals, we can change our minds consistently, nonstop. And this becomes a way of life for us because we begin to compare ourselves to everybody else. And we begin to tell ourselves what's for us and what's not for us. But the truth of the, the the truth of that is that sometimes we don't even know what's good for us. God knows more than what we will ever know. And because God knows it, God is able to provide for us even when we turn our even when we can't make up our minds to be successful in what he wants to direct us to. When I'm not sure if you saw the live last night on Facebook and Instagram, but we have to begin to get to the place to where we are no longer talking ourselves out of achieving our goals. And we do that in many, many different ways. We want to be able to begin thinking um, more on the guides of what it is, where it is that we actually want to go in life. I'll be honest for myself. I'll always talk myself out of goals, out of things. I always said it wasn't for me, it's for somebody else, or I make it started then I'll change my mind because I don't get the results that I want fast enough. And it becomes like a constant battle because I'm battling with myself. I'm not battling with anybody else but myself. And I began to get so frustrated because it's like I'm going to be in a different place, but I wasn't doing the work to get there. So with taking a step back, looking at where I was at, and seeing where I could have been and seeing where I may possibly go, I had to look at all those options in order to make a change, to begin doing something different, to begin making progress, to begin working on what it is that I actually need for my life, where I actually want to go. 
So I do hope this episode um, resonates with you. If it does, please feel free to go ahead and click the link in the description, schedule for your free 30-minute breakthrough call. And I will say if you know anyone who may, um, this may resonate with, go ahead and share with them and leave a comment. And with that, um, let's go ahead and talk about some areas where we talk ourselves out of our goals. And this information is brought to us by HarleyTherapy.com. Unhelpful core beliefs. Unhelpful core beliefs goes into, it stems into childhood. What we believe we when we believe something that's not healthy for us it's something that's been instilled in us that we feel we honestly feel that this that the belief is legit when it's not healthy a perfect example of an unhealthy core belief is we're in cancel culture right now and an unhealthy core belief yes i'm using this cancel culture right now as a perfect example because in a way it is an unhealthy core belief because if someone doesn't agree or isn't correct on their verbiage or what they say or if they have um or if they believe something that, let's say, I got a better example. Um, it was an episode on Tasha K. And she had mentioned that um, if you don't know, know who Tasha K is, she's a YouTube um, personality. She has her own TV show on YouTube. And, um, on this episode, she was talking about people were saying that she was colorist. Um, and they said that because she is a dark-skinned woman. But she stated that how can she be colorist when she has all different complexions of women, of people in her family? So in that aspect, colorism is a form of unhealthy beliefs. Um, just as an example, that could um healthy belief core beliefs could go so far, and it's so many different things that you could possibly use. But it's something that's ingrained in you when you begin to pull those beliefs out and you begin to call those beliefs out as you pulling at them and you begin to doing the work to change your perspective change your mindset what happens is that those neck those unhealthy core beliefs begin to change your views begin to change how you perceive the world begins to change and you begin to feel the difference because you are doing the work as you are pulling out those unhealthy core beliefs. Low self-esteem. 
this is something that I'm sure a lot of people have has struggled with. Um, I struggled with uh, low self-esteem the majority of my life. From I want to say probably from middle school all the way up to probably my early adulthood. Because even during my marriage, I'll be honest, I had low self-esteem. But um, with the low self-esteem, I felt that I wasn't good enough. I felt ugly. I felt that I couldn't do anything right. I felt that everybody else around me was better than me. And I felt okay with that. I continued looking for ways and reasons to put myself down. And low self-esteem, I'm sure I am not the only person who struggled with this. If you are struggled or have or if you are struggling with low self-esteem, you have to begin to, to think about what you enjoy, what your interests are. For myself, I had it. I started writing poetry when I was about eleven years old, and I noticed that my poetry began to change. And I was no longer just writing poetry; I was writing lyrics, song lyrics. I was doing a lot of different things to make myself feel better. And even though I still felt bad, I was able to understand because. That's when people began to praise my poetry, people who I allowed to read it. They began to praise my poetry. They began to praise my song lyrics. They began to tell me how good it is. It was even at the place to where, where one of my uh, poems was entered to a lit literary book. But I say that because you have to begin to find out what you are good at. What do you enjoy doing? You want to be able to operate in that mindset because when you begin to doing things that you enjoy things that you don't mind working on things that you are excited about things begin to change you begin to feel better about yourself you begin to tell yourself that you are worth it you are beginning to look forward to doing these things and you look at yourself no longer as being ugly but being a beautiful person being a creative person this begins to help you tremendously as you are working on just your life, period, because you have went from having low self-esteem to begin building on your self-esteem. And low self-esteem, believe me, it does take time to work on, but you have to begin to build it because your self-esteem may be so low. You want to begin to build on that self-esteem as you are working daily. So doing something that you enjoy daily to help build on that self-esteem. Negative thinking, and this is something that we that we talked about already, but just thinking negatively, thinking that you're not worth it, thinking that nothing's going to work out for you, thinking, just having a negative perspective on life hinders what it is that you are actually wanting to do, what you're wanting to accomplish for yourself. When we begin to operate in a whole other perspective where we're able to exchange or counteract our negative thinking to positive thinking. You want to use positive thinking that I can do this. And this is, 
I say this by negative thinking. When you're wanting to change your negative thinking, you have to begin using affirmations. And I have created an ebook, Affirmations for Everyday Life or Daily Life. You want to be able to use these affirmations on a daily basis to counteract that negative thinking process. You want to stop it. You want to be able to come in and intercede and, and put a halt on that negative thoughts. Poor sense of self-worth, which goes also into low self-esteem. You have lack of attachment as a child. This is something that's more medical, more scientific. Also, um, we get to the other two later. But the lack of attachment is when the parent is not giving that child the attention, the love, the care that, that the child needs to thrive. And what tends to happen is that the child doesn't get that love or don't or they do not feel a bond with that parent, they will not thrive. I know for myself, um, what I had to do or what I did was that I'm not saying that my mom showed it was, it was lack of attachment. No, but I'm the oldest out of three on my mom's side. And so with that, what I would do is that I would stop. I mean, I felt like I was responsible for my younger siblings. What I had to do, what I started doing is that I started to build a bond with my friends. I started to get closer to my friends because with them, I didn't have to worry about helping with homework. I didn't have to worry about feeding. I didn't have to worry about any of those things because with them, I was just able to be myself. I didn't have to come in and make sure that, that they were following directions. They were listening. I was just able to be myself and they accepted me for who I am and who I was even when we were younger, when we were children. Codependency. <sighs> yes, I had to take a deep breath on that one. Codependency is one that um, we tend to do. Sometimes we do this subconsciously and we don't know it. When you begin to when you begin to be codependent, you are um, you are relying on someone else to do something. You are expecting them to complete something for you in order for you to show progress. And when they don't do it, you get stuck. Your growth is stopped. Your personal growth is not able to do anything that you you won't be able to move ahead with your personal growth because you are being codependent on someone. Um, I'm speaking about this because I I know um, in the past I've been codependent on others. And I had to get to a place to where I was tired of waiting for people to do anything for me. Me, I'm an impatient person, and if I feel like I got to wait, I'd rather do it on my own. I'd rather get it on my own. And I had to re remind myself that is something that I've always had in myself, especially when I start back realizing that I am depending on others. My, uh, When I was married, and I mentioned this on my live, when I was married, I will also I will say I was very codependent on my ex-husband. And I depend, I depended on him to do a lot of the things that he was doing before we got married, even before we started dating or seeing each other. I was expecting him to continue doing those things. And when he didn't do it, 
I felt stuck. I felt like I couldn't move. I couldn't progress in where I wanted to go in life because I was expecting him to do some things that he wasn't doing. I felt that he he was supposed to do it. You're supposed to do this so we, so we can build. But I was depending on him to do that. And when he didn't, I was stuck. When he didn't, I didn't have any... Um, I didn't have any plans in place to continue to start to reach any goals that I was planning for myself. It was just that the goals was put on on a back burner because there wasn't any there wasn't anything to build on because I was depending on him. But it's when you begin to depend on yourself and get out of the rut of depending on somebody else. When you begin to move differently and you no longer are depending on other people, people are beginning to see that you are moving differently. People are expecting you to move in a whole other area, a whole other realm, and they are watching you move and they either follow along with you or they'll let you go and let you thrive. So you have to be able to let go of that codependency and be able to build on your own own in order to thrive and achieve your goals childhood trauma is something that is um trauma by itself is very serious uh i know i've done a couple a few episodes on trauma but if you have experienced trauma you are stuck right where you the age that you were at when the trauma occurred your mind cannot process the trauma in a healthy way. So what tends to happen is that you always go back to when the trauma occurred. If you feel that you have been traumatized, it's always best to seek help with a counselor or a coach, someone who has experience in trauma where they're able to give you tools and help you build and help you grow um, in your life. You want to be able to do, to be productive and just do things in a healthy manner because, um, be, be, because you want to do it. If you be, and, and this is the reason, because if you have been traumatized and if the trauma has not, if you haven't healed, properly from the trauma, you begin to get stuck in that area. If you are ever triggered, if anything triggers you regarding the trauma that you have incurred. So you want to be able to be, to start working on healing through the trauma where you're able to build and able to thrive and be successful because you do not want to be triggered. You do not want to be in a place where you cannot accomplish your goal. You could be working on your goal and doing every, everything that you're supposed to be doing, hitting every task, doing everything correct. And then when you are triggered, you're, you stop. Your goal is stagnant. You, you still you still want to reach it, but now you're stuck. You can't move any further. You can't get, get ahead anyway. So you have to find out a way to build it and work through that trauma. And conf, conf, confusing values. Values, when, when you are confused, is you got to think about it. And that goes back to another topic that we had already talked about. 
which is unhealthy core beliefs. Confusing values is more, and in my life, I talked about um, when your parent tell you to do something or your parents tell you, give you the reason, no, because I said so um, as a child. As a child, that does become confusing because you may be doing something that is of a normal child. Normal kids do that. But your parent may tell you no because they did not tell you to do it or no because they said so because they probably can't afford it. And so your mind as a child, you can't understand why you've been told no. But because your parent tells you no and because they said so, they're not wanting to explain to you that you they cannot afford it at this time or just something that you just cannot do because of many reasons and a lot of times parents do not give the children the reasons because they don't want the children to worry about adult problems so in that aspect that is a confusing value because you still want to operate as a kid but your parent has their own things that they have to do to help you live your your daily life they they have things that they need to do so and that is just an example even as as adults we have confusing values you may be on your work your job and you may do something that you feel is right at that moment but it may go against your not your job description, but what your business or the company stands for. And you may not know it at that time, but because your business stands for one thing and you're doing something different, that is a confusing value. And last but not least, it's adult ADHD or ADD and um, personality disorders. These are two that you must seek psychiatric help. These two has to be diagnosed by a psychiatrist. They may take either um, medication or even counseling or both. So whatever it is, you want to see a psychiatrist so it can be properly diagnosed and you can receive the help that you need in order to thrive to continue to reach your goals. The thing is, people with um, adults with ADHD, they have a hard time focusing. They even have a, a hard time following a conversation. So you want to be able to de- to get the proper diagnosis, not just for you, but so you can continue to, to do the things that you are wanting to do in your life, which is successfully reaching your goal. So I do hope that this episode resonated with you. I will say again, if you If this is something that is standing out to you, please feel free to go ahead and schedule for your free 30-minute breakthrough call. And if you know anyone who this may be able to help, go ahead and share this message with them. Leave a comment. I love comments. I love to read what people have to say. I love engaging the comments. So please leave a comment. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I enjoy talking to everybody later. Bye.